WindDailySports.com. It's the best show of the week. Of course, the weekend. The the show belongs to Stobie and uh, not Stobie to Sticks. Excuse me. Yeah, Stobie's great too. But Sticks and, and Ghost on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m., which you can check out before lineups lock to get you ready for the DFS slate. And we're previewing it as well. Position by position preview for you to check out. For the weekend and here on a Friday here at WindDailySports.com, all sponsored by the Sharp app. Go to Sharp.app. Also, go to any app store that you use, and you can find the Sharp app. Also, Stoby, we got a little bit of Thrive going on. So what are you? Uh, what contest are you doing over there with Thrive? Uh, right now, I'm going to be uh, I'm eyeballing their main contest that they have. They have a $20 uh, uh, contest for week three. $50,000 guaranteed prize pool. So no matter how many entries enter, that money is still getting divvied up. And that's the yep. importance of overlay. For those of you who don't know what overlay is, anytime a guaranteed prize pool tournament does not fill, it creates an additional edge to the people that are in the contest. It, it brings the pay line down and it increases your chance of taking down that contest. And so when you hear us talk about big overlay, if you have a, if you have a, uh, a 10,000 uh, entry GPP that pays out $50,000 and only 5,000 people enter, that just pretty much turns it into a 50, 50 contest with upside to win the big prize, which I think is like $10,000 uh, yeah. for this particular contest. So when you hear us talk about overlay and you hear us talk about thrive, that's the reason that we're pushing it on top of, you know, they're, they're giving you guys really great deals as an affiliate with the deposit matches and with us for the free month membership. But it's take advantage of these overlay opportunities. They are crucial. It's absolutely. an easy way to build your bankroll. Yeah, absolutely. And you can go uh, check that out over at thrive, which is, what this uh, position preview is sponsored by. Now, Stoby, you're filling in for Jason, so you haven't done this yet, but let's go into some of that position preview. And, of course, oh, yeah, first sure. what we're going to do is go into the quarterbacks. And you know, a lot of what we've been doing, and I'll bring this to you, a lot of what we've been doing is honestly been keeping it really simple because when we set DFS lines, and especially a quarterback, we want to be different and we want to you know, not go to the top. But – this guy in September has been amazing and he's continued to be amazing. Is mm -hmm. it just as that simple that, you know, just roster Patrick Mahomes in your lineup? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wasn't, I mean, this is the first time he's lost games in September yep. since he started. And the first interception that he threw in September and he still had some incredible numbers in that game. No. Oh yeah. He's, he's still going to give you like 30 fantasy points on DK, no matter what he's, He's a damn near a lock to throw for 300 yards and a minimum of, of two touchdowns with some rushing upside built into it in every single game. He he is, you know, the prototypical, you know, at the top of the heap quarterback right now. So yep. as far as the, the arm talent and, you know, the athletic ability. Now, I know we have Kyler Murray, but, you know, he's – he he's kind of more of a, a, a running back in, in, in kind of way with a really good arm. So, I mean, that can improve and that, that Kingsbury yeah. offense is flat out phenomenal. And he is a, a, 
monster when it comes to producing fantasy points, but I, I still like to get with guys like Mahomes most of the time. Yeah, and let's be honest, Murray's going to be probably rostered more than Patrick Mahomes, right? Like Murray's oh, yeah, the one that's so. going to be in in a lot of lineups. And I know we don't like to look at the top guy, but like Mahomes is is a top guy in a different way. He's been there for so long that it gets it gets boring, frankly, to just mm-hmm. go, all right, Patrick Mahomes, we're starting. But like that's that's been the play. He's the one that's not getting rostered, that's still been breaking slates because of how good his talent is and how many points he puts up. And I don't think it's going to stop against the Chargers. No. The Chargers defense has been okay, but they've mm-hmm. also played, you know, two offenses. And look, Dallas is a great passing offense, but they completely went a different direction and started to run the ball a lot more because they could. Kansas City knows exactly what they're going to do. I think Clyde Edwards Alaire is a decent play, and we'll go into that for the running backs, though. But in terms of this game, Kansas City knows exactly where they're going to do still. It's still Patrick Mahomes. They need over 300 yards, three touchdowns, and he's mm-hmm. probably going to do it. Outside of that, where are we going? Are there any other top guys here? Maybe Russell Wilson is one. Yeah, uh, that I is really an intriguing... like Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's, go into that one a, then. Yeah, that's a that's a 55 and a half total. The Minnesota secondary is abysmal. Yeah. I mean, the, the Minnesota defense as a whole is abysmal. But, I mean, you have, you have two two supremely talented wide receivers. You have a pass catching running back out of the back building, Chris Carson. And then you have, um, is it Gerald Everett with them or is it Tyler Higby with them? I can't, I can never always get them. Yep. It's Gerald Everett with them. So he's got tons of weapons and you know, he's got that running upside as well. Minnesota is not going to be able to do anything. It's a 55 and a half total game. And I wouldn't be surprised if it goes over. Uh, to, to be quite honest, uh, there neither of these teams have any defenses that scare me whatsoever. Yeah, no, not at all. And I think Russell Wilson's a good option against Minnesota, which also kind of brings me to the end of the uh, other end of things. Like Kirk Cousins is a decent play in this game. I'm not going to say anything great because you know it's still Kirk Cousins, and at his price point, I think you can get a kind of better value. But it's mm-hmm. not the worst spot to be in because I don't think Seattle secondary is really that good. And mm-hmm. I think there are going to be a lot of points put up in this game on both ends. So no, uh, I'm I'm sort of in not intrigued by Kirk Cousins, but he wouldn't be a terrible play. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have him. I'm he is my my small player pool as far as quarterbacks go. I do like the idea of of getting a little bit of value, and it's not like his 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 upside has been you know, phenomenal in these first couple of the games. He's he's been producing right there with the upper echelon guys, and you're getting him, you know, a thousand, two thousand less in some circumstances than these guys at the top of the leaderboard. And he's producing at a similar clip. I mean, you know, 25, 26 fantasy points per game for a guy that is, you know, 6,300. And you pair him with a guy like Thielen, you know, or Jefferson or even Dalvin Cook. And you're you're looking fantastic and you can fit, you know, fit one more stud in your lineup as opposed to going to a, to a mid range guy or something like that. So I, I definitely like a guy like Kirk cousins today. Or yeah. Sunday. Yeah, certainly do. Uh, I wish it was Sunday already. Derek Carr yeah, though is another one. Like some of these guys under six K I'm looking at because Kirk cousins, is the only one Matt Stafford's sort of intriguing, like Justin Herbert against the Kansas city secondary. I probably would like as well. Is that another one? Justin Herbert. Probably. Yeah, 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 Herbert. I'm going right back to the well on Herbert. I know yeah. he didn't look all that great against Dallas, but still put him over 300 yards. Like, yeah, yeah. still put yeah, up yeah, a yeah. lot of production. Well, yeah, 300 yards, but it was considered a down game because the the points total and everything. They it was yeah. kind of let down. Look, that, there is only one reason why that 
you should not be concerned about Justin Herbert. And there's only one reason why people are. It's the two touchdowns. That is it. There is some absolutely damn good positive regression about to come his way at some point because there's no way he's just going to throw one touchdown a game for the season. He's going to have those three, four touchdown games, and this one could be a good candidate to do so. Yeah, yeah, I I, I completely agree. He's going to have to throw for most of the game to catch up. Kansas City is the best third-quarter team in the NFL, so even if the Chargers somehow get up by any stretch, you know, the, the, the Chiefs in the second half, they are going to likely get ahead, and yeah. Herbert's going to be throwing the ball the entire second half. So yeah, I, I'm, probably I'm will right, be. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm right there with you. It's... That should be a shootout, and that would actually be a potential target because that ownership might be a little bit low um, this week because of what yes. happened because everybody rostered him last week in that Dallas game, and myself Com- included. Completely agree. And look, th- what people are going to look at here, and of course Josh Allen's a little bit of a different story because everybody still believes Josh Allen is going to be great and fine, but look at some of the other quarterback prices and what their fantasy points per game. I think people are going to see that. Like, oh, like Tom Brady, 31 points per game. You know, Matthew Stafford, 22, 25. Herbert, under 20. But like, that's good. Again, it's all, it's only about the touchdowns. If Justin Herbert, you know, let's just say, for example, in that Dallas game, he had 338 yards. He throws for two more touchdowns than what he usually does in a three-touchdown game. That is an infinitely much better game. And you're not oh, yeah. looking at you know Justin Herbert as oh that's a that's an okay game. With the, the again the passing yardage numbers are there. It's just the touchdowns. But that is fickle to begin with. And yep. I, I think from what we saw last year, and even from what we've seen and how he has looked good this year, it's going to be there. And the touchdowns are going to get there. But looking at some of the under 6K players. Just real quick, Derek Carr, any interest against Miami? They got kind of torched a little bit by uh, by Josh Allen. Any interest there at all? Because Derek Carr is, what, six, seven straight games of over 300 yards? Mm-hmm. I, I do have a little bit of interest because, you know, I I don't really think Miami can, can guard the tight end. Darren yep. Waller's going to get 20-plus targets, so... It's it's one of those situations where yeah that that secondary is good, but I mean, in a linebackers or safeties they're not going to be able to cover Waller, and they're going to run these long crossing routes where he gets on the he gets out on the other side of the field, rugs clears that side out with a go route, and then he's wide open one on one coverage with a safety, and he's just going to blow past him. And so he's Damn. he's going to get a ton of targets, and I wouldn't be surprised if you know he gets you know catches. 15, 16 passes, you know, 150 plus yards and a, a touchdown or two. It, it's it's fully within the realm of possibilities. And then, you know, they got they got plenty of weapons there uh, there with Las Vegas now. So and Carr looks like he has finally put some of the pieces together. Uh, so I will go some of the under 68 guys I'm interested in. Daniel Jones. So I'll, I'll throw these names out. I'll throw these names out. That's another good one. I'll throw these names out there and you tell me the couple that you do like. I will go Daniel Jones. I will go with Trevor Lawrence uh, because of the fact that he's going to be playing garbage time. I'm also going to go Justin Fields just because we don't know and the rushing is going to be there. And of course, Jared Goff. Out of some of those players, and maybe you can look at some of these under 6K guys, but I think those are the ones that have the potential to be pretty good at the price point. Which Mm -hmm. ones are you most interested in there? Uh, The ones that, uh, go ahead and run through the first two on that list again. What was that? Uh, The first two on that list. Daniel Jones and Teddy Bridgewater. Daniel Jones, very interested in. uh, 
Teddy Bridgewater, I'm not as interested in just because I think they're going to lean on the running game a little bit more in this contest versus the Jets. I don't think they need to sit there and and force it. I know he's been throwing the ball down the field a lot this season, but you know, regression works both ways. It's that has never been his forte. And I, I'm not quite sold that he's going to keep doing that this year. Eventually yeah. the old Teddy Bridgewater is going to pop up and Denver, you know, Denver has two top, top flight running backs. It, it's Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon have both looked fantastic. So yes, they have, yeah, I would not be surprised if they just decided to pound the rock the entire game and just have a, a slow, slow paced game. That's just them just running the ball and running the ball and running the ball. And that's a 41 total game. So there's not going to be a lot of offense being scored in that one. Yeah. Uh, and then any of the other cheaper ones, Trevor Lawrence, 5,500, Justin Fields, Jared Goff, uh, anyone else that you want to throw in there in that group? Jer- uh, Jared Goff is somebody that I'm actually interested in. Baltimore's defense is not what we have been looking not what we've been used to that was the, the biggest the, loss in the offseason not the running backs marcus peters was a huge 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 loss yes. they cannot make up for that those interior linebackers for baltimore have looked awful uh, i um I, had, I did that in the write-up number six and number 40 uh both of those guys looked absolutely lost in their assignments for the majority of the game for baltimore last week i mean they were they were out of position constantly and Jared Goff, I actually like to pair a little bit of Jared Goff with, you know, not just Quintez Cephas, but with uh, um, DeAndre Swift. Nice. He, yes. Yeah. I he agree with that. Able to get into these soft spots where these interior line black, uh, linebackers are missing their assignments. And he has the potential to break off some incredibly big uh, uh, chunk plays against Baltimore this week. I, I just, I have a, I have a feeling that, People aren't going to want to go to golf because they see Baltimore and they think it'll be a get right game for Baltimore, but Baltimore has not looked good. Yeah. No, Baltimore secondary is one of the worst I would say in football at the moment. And sort of the numbers prove that. I know they played at least one great passing offense in Kansas city, but still, I think, Look, Derek Carr shredded them, and they to, with little resistance. So, secondary to me is is absolutely a problem. So, going over now to the running backs, Derek Henry right now the highest priced running back. Of course, Christian McCaffrey not on this slate. Also, Christian McCaffrey dealing with an injury, and we'll get to that probably later at Wind Daily Sports, not on this program. Uh, but you know, he's taking on Indianapolis, and you know, despite what might pe- people might think about that defense. It's just an average rush defense, like not anything spectacular against the run. So Derrick Henry, I think, is in play here. But what are some of the top options uh, that you're looking at for running backs? I probably am looking at two for top shot options, and that's probably Derrick Henry and Austin Eckler. Yep, th- those were the two that, as, as far as like uh, cash game guys, somebody that I'm really interested in. I don't know what the rest of the fantasy community thinks about but I'm really high on him. I really think Saquon Barkley's blow-up week is this week Ooh. against Atlanta. Is it because of the defense? It is because – it. do you remember what happened with Philly with you'd have you, – you had yes. Hurts running bootlegs and you had them stretching them out to the outside, and mm-hmm. what would happen is Pease's defense – will start to compensate. They'll start to pull those linebackers out. They'll start to get them to cheat out to kind of account for that or to get a spy on them. What that's going to do is that's going to leave one less man or two less guys as they 
as they spread these linebackers out right up the middle for Saquon Barkley to hit these gash plays. If he gets into the second level and there's no linebackers there, there's not going to be a defensive back that's going to sit there and stop that guy. He looked good. I know the numbers didn't pan it out, but he had a couple of runs last week where he was he was cutting hard. He was doing jump cuts, getting through the line, and he was making some big plays. And he his snap share went up to eighty four percent in this last game. And he is on a long he's on a long rest because he played Thursday. So I I I firmly think that Saquon Barkley is going to be having his blow up game this week. I like that. And look, it's definitely reduced price there. It's 6.5K of what we're used to. And that's to my, my concern is that too many people are going to see that and they're going to want to jump on and it. And going to want to jump on it. Yeah, probably. Yep. Uh, any other running backs here? It's a weird sort of week for running backs. And I'm not going to lie, man. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Look, just looking at these backs and some of the matchups, I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire is worth a chance in this one. Chargers are not good in the interior interior defensive line. Two two of the worst interior defensive linemen in the NFL. Yeah, Uh, they have they have graded out like bottom five for both of them. So yeah, if he is going to go off, this is going to be be the week to do it. And I'm gonna tell you, and look, he doesn't even have to go off at that price point with the amount of carries that he's getting against the defense. What? 50 some yards and a touchdown and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you kind of make up for what is a a, a 4.8k player like that's that's all you don't need much to return value in that 4.8k and chances are against this defense and with the amount of targets and usage that he gets he could very well reach that value by the first half there's uh there's another guy a hundred dollars more expensive than him that I'm interested in a little Ooh, bit more who is that? Javante Williams. I'm ready to nice. go back to the well. Nice. Why is that? Uh, uh, because I'm expecting the Jets to go down pretty quick, uh, pretty early with that 10.5 point uh, spread. And something that I noticed about Javante's uh, <clears throat> running splits is 21 of his 27 carries over these last two games have come where they've either had a tie or they've been in the lead. Wow. Okay. And he. He's looked extremely explosive. He got, he was three different plays last week. He was just one shed tackle, just one one guy in the wrong spot from being being able to break one out. <clears throat> and if they weren't trying to run the clock out at the very end of the game, he ran him down to the five yard line. If they would have let him carry that ball, I think he would have gotten it in the end zone at the end of the day, and we'd be talking about him in a completely different light. I think I I. I they, I think he's going to – I want to be a week early rather than a week late on this because yeah, his absolutely. ownership, he's going to be 3 to 4% owned, and he can he can have a monster contest against these Jets on, you know, 13, 14 carries. There's, there's, he, he's big, fast, strong. He can outrun everybody. All he has to do is just break one off, and it is, it is over, and he's a slate breaker. So, yeah, so those are the couple backs that we like at, the, at those price points. But let's be honest, like that mid-range, usually you can tackle with those running backs, but Gibson's in a bad matchup. David Montgomery's in a bad matchup. Joe Mixon's in a bad matchup. You know, it's it's looking like, you know, that mid-tier is not good. Is this one that you just pay up for a back? Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 going to have – I'm probably going to have a good bit of Henry. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is actually in a really good spot. Tennessee's run defense is terrible. That line just – they they look like they were missing blocking assignments the yeah. all, all day last week, and you know with Carson Wentz's ankles, it, I mean, it, 
he's still questionable, right? Or is he confirmed? Yeah, out he's questionable. I I don't know, confirmed okay. out. I think like there's yep. there's a chance he might play. Let's just say that. I think there's a I'll, chance, but I'm not sure okay. how good of a chance. I don't expect him to be running. So a lot more of that is, you know, a lot of that's going to be going to Jonathan Taylor and he should be able to gash that, that Tennessee run defense with not much issue whatsoever. So I wouldn't mind running both of those running backs on that game. And then somebody like a Barkley and go into the wide receivers. And you just look at me, kind of point out to mid tier, even lower tier, look, 5k, 4.9k uh, guys. that I think it have big games, but I think it's kind of proven my point. Like I like Henry and Eckler, and I think you could find some receivers at a nice price and probably even going down a little bit cheaper that you can get. Uh, so what wide receivers are you looking at? You know, and, and we'll kind of start in the mid tier because I think we're both leaning sort of the same, like, Hey, be safe for the running backs, go with the top guys. So who are we doing to get some value here? Who are we going with to get some value? Um, I'm right back to the well on Sterling Shepard. I have no problems going back with him, nice. especially if you're running Daniel Jones as your quarterback. Um, uh, with Deontay uh, Johnson a little bit questionable, if Ben ends up playing, I like the idea of of uh, Chase Claypool right there. I think he's due for uh, for a blow up game. Uh, you know, he has them in spurts where he'll you know catch five or six passes and he'll end up taking two of them for you know sixty yards and a touchdown. The guy's just a, a, a freaking beast. Um, <laughs> Christian Kirk with uh D Hop having his rib issues and then Rondell Moore he was already the 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 most targeted guy on the Cardinals uh on the Cardinals roster before D Hop got hurt so I could just imagine his volume's going to continue to go up um let me see I'm just looking down here Marvin Jones Jr uh if Jacksonville's going to be getting behind Marvin Jones is the favorite target for uh Terrence Lo- or uh, for Trevor Lawrence, and yeah. I see no reason for that to stop. If um, if somebody like Kenny Galladay ends up missing because that hip mysteriously started hurting again when he started getting mad at his team, kind of like in Detroit, uh, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> the, uh, Darius Slayton ends up being uh, a, a he ends up being the primary big threat play uh, down the field against that against that Atlanta secondary that can't guard anybody um and you're going to get a lot of one-on-one coverages with those safety bit blitzes and those corner blitzes yeah so slayton is definitely a guy that i'm looking at because he he could absolutely attack that and catch two or three up uh, two or three deep ones for some big games and he can have a big night yeah he can and you're seeing me kind of look through because i think wide receivers here and i was able to finally fit one in dk metcalf but again like Shepard 5.9K. I like Marvin Jones Jr. against Arizona. You could throw against Arizona. Like yes. I know Jacksonville's look bad. Like, don't don't worry. I know. I watch, I watch too. I know Jacksonville's look bad. Yep. We watched them put garbage points up before, and I think they're gonna be able to against Arizona. Yes, there's gonna be a lot of pressure on Trevor Lawrence. Chandler Jones is gonna get to him. JJ Watt as well. The offensive line's been horrendous, but I still think they'll be able to throw, especially late in the game, like third, fourth quarter, garbage time, or maybe that pass rush for Arizona, not really motivated to get to Trevor Lawrence. And boom, you can get a couple of plays there to Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones seems like the guy, and especially I think DJ Chark is having some injury problems. So, look, I love Marvin Jones. And, of course, Ronald Moore, they're getting him involved. And you know, I, this may be going back to the well a little bit too often here, but he's looked good. And 
Look, 19.1 fantasy points per game for Moore, 18.1 for Jones, and 22.4 for Shepard. At those price points, I am taking all day. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's a couple of guys on the Cleveland side that you should be taking advantage of, too. Who was that? With, oh, because of, yes, because of the injury to Jar, uh, Jarvis Landry, yes. And the but, fact that we do not, we're not sure if Beckham's going to be coming back. Yep. I still don't so, think so. Yeah. Yep. So you have Rashard Higgins and you have Donovan Peoples Jones as potential options. So I would I'm, go People Jones over Higgins. Right? I think so too. And you can get them at stone minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's it. Yeah. You could there's, there's do a that. lot of wide receiver options out there today. Man. Donovan Peoples Jones at 3K. You know, I might I might try and put a lineup in there just to see how uh how yep. that could work and where we could improve some of this, but uh yeah, I do like that. So that's well, you can uh improve it tight end. Right, improve it right, improve it tight end there. Boom, look at this. We should be able to fit. We'll be be able to fit him. Boom. There you go. Only 300 left. Bam. TJ Hawkinson. And with Jared Goff. Oh, man, this lineup. Woo! I like it. All right, so let's continue to go into it more. I know we're just building lineups being weird uh, here on the position-by-position -position preview here at Wind Daily Sports. All sponsored by fun. the Sharp. Yeah. <laughs> All sponsored by the Sharp app. Go to sharp.app and also go to any of your app stores and you'll be able to find the sharp app and also make sure to subscribe win daily sports on youtube and go to windailysports.com we're having a buy one get one use the promo code double up buy one month get one month free and that's a perfect offer now as we're getting into the nfl season for you to check us out for a couple of months and i would definitely do that uh the promo code is double up and uh, look if we're going with a higher end wide receiver and i went with one there uh who are you going with? I went with TJ DK Metcalf and look, we have 300 K left that I can go up to a Stefan Diggs. I can go up to a locket, but I honestly, I really like DK Metcalf. Oh, I'd like DK Metcalf and somebody that I like just almost as, a, I mean, as a standalone or a one-off, if you want to keep Metcalf in there, I like the idea of, of getting a guy like, I think Jefferson kind of blows up this week. Nice. Two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that 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 total's just so huge. You know, Thielen, Jefferson, Lockett, Metcalf, all of these guys are in prime positions to be able to have a monster game with a 55 and a half total. Yeah, and this is what I just think like it's been a lot of Tyler Lockett, and for good reason. But the targets are still there for DK Metcalf, and it's yep. only a matter of time before the, the top blows off here and he's able yep. to have a big game. Like he's and if they to. if they roll coverage over to protect the over to the, uh, the any of the over the top stuff with Lockett, that's going to leave DK Metcalf with man to man coverage. <laughs> oh, I, I like that. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Uh, what I also like the sound of is Darren Waller in my lineups, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, I'm good also TJ Hawkins. Let's talk about that because the Rob Gronkowski thing's happening. He has four touchdowns. There's going to be regression on touchdowns at some point. Yep. I don't think it happens this week, though. Look, nope. Tom, from what I've kind of noticed, Tom Brady likes to go with comfortability in big games like this. He likes to yes. go to Antonio Brown. He likes to go to Rob Gronkowski in sort of tighter no games. No Antonio Brown, games. though. No Antonio Brown. I think Rob Gronkowski is going to get targeted a lot, especially when we get the crunch time in this game. And it's going to be a close one, I think. And Tom Brady has to drive down the field. He has to score a few points there at the end of the game. And he has to be in the third and fourth quarter 
on top of his game. Rob mm-hmm. Gronkowski is the one he's going to pepper targets with in this one. And I told you preseason, he's only six months older than Kelsey. I know he took a You've year right. off. Yeah. The guy is healthy. He's uh, people are people are still they're like yeah sell high on Gronk. No, don't 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 do that. This is not a fluke. He's he looks he's in better shape than he's been in since. He, like his second or third year in the guy got to take a year off and he got to get all his injuries healed and he's on that tom brady you know fountain of youth diet whatever they must have found it down there in florida somewhere but the the guy's great he's fantastic and i'll tell you right now bruce arians dude get a sense of humor seriously yeah uh, gronk gronk told a joke on the on that peyton manning uh uh monday night uh, yeah it was funny did. it was really funny yeah yeah you asked him how much film study he does and gronk's like oh, i don't study the film yeah it was bruce, oh, bruce, come on, yeah but oh, bruce arians threw a fit made him go make a press conference and tell everybody that he studies film bruce arians stinks man i mean dude come on man the guy's got a sense of humor. He's a meathead, but he's serious where it counts. I've, he's not look, on the field. Are you, are you going to complain about the performances and what he's doing yeah. on the field? I think yeah, the dude's all, yeah, the dude's only like your number one wide receiver right now, <laughs> or your number one target in the in passing game. But like the, alone. So so far, man, it's been four tight ends that have largely been the reliable ones, and Darren Waller is too. And I like Darren Waller in this matchup. If you can fit him. I honestly, I wouldn't mind Darren Waller at all, right? Like, I think he's in he's, a really good matchup. He's going to get 20 targets again. Yeah, yeah. And you and look, the tight end has been crushing Miami, and I think he can here. Uh, I, I, I'm with you 100%. I, yeah. I, if I can find a way to fit him in there with some of these value receivers and just tweak it just enough, I wouldn't mind having somebody like, you know, yeah, a, a Henry and then like a Saquon and then a Waller and then I can I can fill it in with value pieces. Yeah, elsewhere. like there that. There's enough cheaper stuff around right now. Yeah. So Gronkowski, Waller, like Kelsey, always is just you know however you want to build that you think mm-hmm. of him as a top wide receiver. So however you want to build it. But mm-hmm. let's go into the one that I have in my lineup right now. How how for real or legit is this T.J. Hawkinson thing right now? Uh, it's real. Yeah, I mean, it it's is flat out real. I've, yeah. I've all those games he's it, it's not a fluke he's he's catching them in traffic he's catching 50 50 balls golf is looking at him and he's being fairly accurate with them um it, it's him quintess cephas and then it's running back dump offs yep. and that it that is the game for detroit and offensively it's working now if their defense can stop anybody they might convert that into some wins but yeah that that offense is doing exactly what it's supposed to do yeah, it it's, truly is. And look, Jared Goff, Jared Goff has kind of been known, look, like short, like intermediate route type of throws. And uh, I think TJ yeah. Hawkinson, to be honest, is like just right in his wheelhouse. And it's a skilled yeah. guy, just didn't break out last season. But I think the breakout is happening. Uh, so that is our position by position preview. And as you can see here, look, this isn't final lineup. They'll be like, hey, guys, why did that lineup be put on there not working? But I think as a working lineup, like this is kind of what we're working with here and what we like for this slate. It's what we're telling you is, you know, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, there are two top favorite backs. And honestly, I think I'm going more for the top backs in this slate than I am going to go mid tier or some Mm -hmm. of the lower cheaper backs, Mm -hmm. even though I think there are a couple look, the value is sort of at wide receiver. That's where you go for all the value here. uh, And like, you're able to fit in still a DK Metcalf in there. Actually speaking of, speaking of, 
uh, wide receivers, something that I've noticed. I've been following some trend lines recently. And one thing that I've noticed is um, in the in the first two weeks, there have been six and seven pass catchers that have exceeded the top three running backs in each of the first two weeks. Wow. And I believe that goes back to the season before. So right. we might need to make some we might need to make some adjustments as Absolutely. far as what we're putting in our flex positions from here on out until we get especially with the way the league is going, man. Like yep. they're throwing their quarterbacks throwing over 50 times a game regularly. It's it's yeah. it's happening. Like that's what that's what the NFL is now. And we have to adjust to that. Yes. Uh, the whole flex of you got to put running backs in there. I think that's I think that's dead, to be honest with you. I think that I think that yeah. way of thinking is kind of gone. Uh, but that is it for the position-by-position position preview. My name is John Jansen. Follow me at jjansen34. Joined by Stoby at S-T-O-W-E-B-Y. Got an extra show in with Stoby during the week. I'm Ooh. always okay with that. Uh, windailysports.com. Go subscribe over to our YouTube channel. Go sign up for a gold membership, Win Daily Sports. We have a ton of things that we have to offer. Just subscribe. We have a buy one, get one offer. Use the promo code double up for a buy one month get one free and also this is all sponsored by the sharp app go to sharp that app also go to any of your app stores and you can check out the sharp app that is it for us for the position by position preview of course plenty for this weekend to check out tonight eight o'clock we have joel with the college super flex that he's going over all of your college plays that you need and then also the big one sunday sticks Ghost, 11 a.m., breaking down every single game to get you ready for if, the NFL's DFS slate. If you would have listened to that live stream, you would have known to put Derrick Henry in your GPP lineups. Yes, you would have. And guess what? I did. So make sure to listen to them again. As for us, though, that is it for us. WinDailySports.com.